Hello to all the rugby league diehards and welcome to another episode of Six to Go, proudly sponsored by Mint Sports. My name is Tom Campbell and it's great to have your company. As we head into today's episode, you know how it works as we cover six topics related to the game or even their own career. My guest this week is Dan Russell. Dan is the starting back rower for the St. George Illawarra Dragons and this year has achieved a long-awaited dream. Having had a long journey in Queensland Cup, which involved a couple of awful injuries as well, Dan's story is one of perseverance and inspiration. On top of having an unrivaled drive to achieve his goals, he's also one of the best people you could have anything to do with. Hope you enjoy our chat. Here's Dan Russell. I'm joined by Dan Russell as the next guest of the 60 Go podcast. Dan, I can't tell you how thrilled I am to have you on the podcast today, mate. Out of everyone I've had on, this is one of the ones I've been happiest to do. How are you doing? Yeah, going really good. Thanks, um, Tom. Thanks for having me, mate. I've got six topics to cover with you today, mate, and I'm going to start way back at the beginning. Dan, you and I played our junior footy together, also played junior cricket together as well, and in my opinion, you were just as talented in both. What was it about footy that made you dedicate all your effort into that? Uh, I wouldn't say I was good at that. Good at both, mate, but uh, thanks for that. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I don't know, mate. It's probably because Dad played a lot, you know, during his life, and he just must have seen something in me. Um, I actually, you know, I miss playing cricket, mate. I really do. We had some good fun back in the day, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Dad just, you know, he had a word with him when I had to decide, mate, and he said, I think you can do it, and, and I just believed from then, mate. But, um, yeah, thank God I made the right decision. <laughs> Absolutely, because I'm sure that there's some moments that you fell in, fell out of love with the game, which we'll talk about later. When did you think, hey, maybe I can make it at a Queensland Cup level, level let alone anything else? Um, yeah, I don't know, mate. I just, you know, as a kid playing, and um, I just loved it so much. And um, and then moving to, you know, moving to um, high school, and once again, just sticking at it. And I just thought, you know, where well, I could really, you know, just with the level I was at, I suppose at the time, um, I think I was a little bit, you know, ahead. And I just stuck with it, mate. And I just, it just, you know, one year or another, and I just kept getting better and better. Um, and I just kept up with the training, and it just all paid off, mate. So yeah, I'm happy. You know, like I said, I made that decision. Was there a game that you played that stood out to you at all when you were younger that you thought, hey, I am a, I am a bit ahead here. I've got a lot of ability. Is there one game that sticks out to you? Uh, there's a, oh, there is. I can't remember who fought. It was a rep game um, actually in, in um, where was it? In Cairns. Um, I just, we were playing some rep game and I don't know, I just, it might have been one of those days. I don't know what it was, but I just, yeah, I just felt like, wow, like, if I can do that and keep doing that each week, I could go somewhere with it, mate. But I can't, I can't remember where. I'll have to look back. But yeah, I, I do remember, um, but I just can't remember where. Dan, how did the opportunity in Q Cup come about for you? Um, it was after twenties. Josh Hannay um, was the coach at South Logan, um, and I was going back there from twenties, um, and yeah, just obviously. Didn't get picked up by the Broncos at the stage, and Josh Hannay reached out. Um, and yeah, mate, I took that opportunity with South Logan, and just I was there for a few seasons, and um, and I learned a lot of Josh at the time. You've worked with a lot of great coaches, and you just mentioned one of them there in Josh Hannay. I wrote an article on you a few weeks ago for the paper, and I reached out to him for comment because I know that he coached you a while ago. And this is what he responded with. 
I've had the pleasure of coaching Dan over the years in my time in both South Logan and the North Queensland Cowboys. There's not a player I've enjoyed working with more and a better young man you won't find. I couldn't be happier for Dan and his family. He's a wonderful lesson in perseverance. He's faced many obstacles in his journey to this moment and I'll be as proud as anyone to watch him fulfill his dream of playing in the NRL. That was a few weeks ago. Dan, how does that make you feel? Yeah, that's huge, mate. Like what he what he's been through and what Josh has um, achieved as a player and as a coach. Like that's you know that's words can't describe, mate. That's huge. And I've got a good relation with Josh, and um, he's a great man. And I, I can say, mate, you know he's part of the reason why I've achieved my dream. Um, that's huge. From yeah, that's I'm speechless, mate. But yeah, it's it's great to hear, and and he's a great bloke. And yeah, I, you know I really appreciate those words. Can you see him being a full time NRL coach pretty soon? Oh, definitely, mate. I could. I saw it years ago, and you know what he's done with Queensland and the Cowboys, mate. And now Cronulla is, yeah, he's he, he's just waiting to happen, really. I don't know what he's doing, but no, he's <laughs> yeah, he's a great coach, and yeah, you know, mate, I could see him coaching now. Like he's got the ability to do that, and um, and like I've obviously I was under him for a couple of seasons there at Q Cup and in the NRL level, mate. And you know he fits right in, and you know he wouldn't have any drama at doing that job. Also, whilst up at the Cowboys, Dan, you would have been coached at some stage by Paul Green. Uh, what was he like to work with, mate? Yeah, he was good, mate. Like he, he, um, he took me under wing. I was only a young fellow at the time, and I had a lot of ground to do and a lot of skill to to learn. And um, and yeah, he was really good. I learned a lot off him, mate. He, he was, yeah, he 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 um he really helped me in ways where I didn't think I'd get help, mate, at that stage. And he 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 sat me down a lot of times in his office and. And um and help me through the through ways I can get through and make myself better at the skill and in defence and and it's sad because mate I had a bit to do with him and he, and his son you know I, I worked a bit of teacher aid at Manly State School in Brisbane so it's yeah it's from what happened it's terrible mate and yeah I, you know I wish his family all the best absolutely what what's that relationship like when you're a player when you're at your level at the Cowboys and you've got the the senior coach working with you is it is it a bit of a pinch yourself moment. It is. It's huge. Like it's, you know, it's a big squad, and you know, for them to take their own time and and get your side mate and help you on things from training, you know, training clips, mate. It's huge, and it, it it means a lot too. Being a few systems, mate. Like having coaches do that, it, it gives you great confidence and belief, and you know, yeah, it's a massive thing at that level. I remember talking to you when you were off to go play in the Nines tournament, and talking about Jason Tamalolo, who at the time was just about the best player in the world. Uh, have you yeah. come up? Have you come up against another player as good as he was when he was on that unbelievable run? Oh nah, mate. He nah, I don't think so. He was a he was a handful even at training, let alone <laughs> buddy playing him, you know, round round by round in the NRL. But nah, nothing at this stage, mate. Like obviously you got your Payne Huss and um, he sticks out, mate. Like, even Blake Laurie at our club, mate. He's been killing it. He's a handful and. If he can keep on his doing, mate, you know, week in, week out, he, you know, he'll be remembered for a long time. But, yeah, that time while at that stage, he was, I think he was running over 300 metres a game or something and playing huge minutes. Like, <laughs> he was a handful. But not at this stage. But, yeah, mate, yeah, he, he'll take that time while for a long time, I think. Yeah, absolutely. What was it like at the Cowboys during that time? Because he, he basically led them to a grand final on his own with Michael Morgan there at one stage. And, you know, if you take that three or four years there, uh, like I, I, I thought he was on track to be an immortal. Yeah, it was like the squad we had at the time, the couple of years, it was, you know, a great squad, and we just couldn't seem to 
find any form or win any games. Like, and obviously, I didn't play any games, but that's what I could see. And like, it was a great group. And um, and obviously, having Tom Lola and Morgan there, and I think that was the year after JT had retired. Um, but we played some good footy, and we're in and out of games. But just yeah, so hot and cold at the time. Um, but like I said, we had some great players there, and Tom Lola, especially Morgo, they were huge at the club the time mate but yeah it's just disappointed how it all finished out I suppose and it's great to see that they're you know they're doing well now it's a great club and you know watching my first games as a kid up there and you know one or dairy farms at the time so it was pretty special so yeah I wish them all the best the opportunity to represent PNG came up in 2018 what's the biggest thrill you've gotten out of playing for PNG um well you can't go past playing a Playing at a full house in in Palm, um, but just to just to realise the fans, like the country of PNG, you know, rugby league being their main sport, just to see what it's like to like to experience that, it's just it's been incredible, and that's what drives me to keep playing good footy and playing well, is just to experience that, you know, every year, mate. It's just words can't describe. I wish upon anyone to play a game over there, mate, just to play for the country. Um, your fans, you've got 8 million fans behind you every time you put that jersey on. Like That's pretty special. Um, and obviously the players that we get and just the, and the skill and the players you see from that comp, especially over in PNG, like it's, there's so much talent over there and I just hope that it can grow. Um, but yeah, mate, putting that jersey on is really special and hopefully do it at the end of the season. Obviously, you've got the big guns in Australia, New Zealand, and England, and there's all this there's all this talk at the moment, and rightfully so, about Samoa and Tonga. But but PNG is right there as well, and and really competitive against a lot of those teams. Do do you feel like there's a sense of of, of growing there at PNG? There is, mate. Huge. Like in that World Cup, even like it's a young group, and like you know, those PNG boys. You know, once they get in a few systems and they can get into NRL systems more of them, mate, it'll be huge. And like I said, they're only young, so we've got a long way to go. And going so well in the World Cup um, is a great sign. It just goes to show that, like, there's so much talent there at a young age. So with the experience, it's just going to get better. And um, and like I said, I've got, we've got a few games at the end of the year, so we can keep building. But, yeah, like I said, mate, I love playing for the country and, um, and I hope to do it, for, yeah, for many years. Can you see the NRL having a club there? I can, yeah, I definitely can, mate. Like, like I said, there's so much talent and so many players that would play for the country and and making an NRL team. Sorry, I should say, um, yeah, I can. I really can. I don't know how that'll make it work, and they'll base them in Palm or in Cairns. But yeah, I really can see it working. Um, but I think there'll be yeah some work to do. But yeah, there's definitely enough talent yeah to produce an NRL team up there. You've gotten to play with a lot of great players playing for BNG, and one of them who you play outside of is Justin Ollum. Uh, what's it like knowing when you've got one of the best players in the world at their position just to your inside? Yeah, it's huge. Like, especially, you know, when I was playing on the edge there with him and it's pretty hard defensively. You know, he's either going to do one thing or not and that's bloody trying to take someone's head <laughs> off. But, yeah, um, thank God I'm not running that in. <laughs> um, yeah, mate, he's a, like, you know, the drama's going at the moment with him not playing for Storm. And, you know, and he's a great footballer. And, and once he gets back in that Storm t- I think he is this weekend, mate. He won't let it go. He's a he's a great person. He's a great footballer. One of the best I've played outside of, mate. He's solid and just the passion. Like, I wish I could explain it. The passion before he runs out when we're in those sheds. It just it just gives everyone goosebumps. It's incredible what it means, to, you know, those PNG boys, mate. But, yeah, he, he's a star and he will, will, he will be for a long time. 
Working with Shane Flanagan at that level, Premiership winning coach, he's obviously heading to the Dragons next year, but what does he bring to a team? Yeah, he just knows his footy. He's so smart. He just gets the little things right, and, and he plays it so simple. Like, that's all he did in that, in, especially that mid-year test. I was blown away at how, like, how smart is his footy, but how simply he does it, mate. Like, he just, our game plan for that Fiji game, game was so simple, yet we just... We did it so well, and we come out on top, having you know such a young team. And Fiji had a fair side, um, but he, yeah, he's going to change a lot around at the Dragons next year. Um, it's what they need, mate. He's a great coach, he's a great person, and and I know look, he he'll be leading the ship there at Dragons, and I know everyone will be behind him, mate. And and yeah, I hope you know I can be there and witness it because yeah, he'll change the club around, and it's exciting times for the Dragons. I do want to touch on St. George, Dan. What's it like when you're just trying to find your way and you're just trying to do your job and stay focused, but obviously there's been a lot of drama that's happened at the club this year. What's it been like for you? Yeah, it's been right. Like I've obviously been in the heart of it, mate, all year, and it's been some hard times this year. And We don't deserve it, mate. We're, like, our last month of footy just goes to show we're in it. We've been some top, top teams and we're right in it. It's just... We're doing it ourselves. They haven't been too good for us. Um, but I just needed, once I got my opportunity, mate, I just needed to focus on my game and and improving each week as, you know, I got used to the speed and and the physicality. But, yeah, it was just more of a focus on my my performance and I've done that. I think all the players have done that the last couple of months and it's just going to show that, you know, we're capable of, you know, winning those tough games. And, um, and we've been so close um, with, you know, the Melbourne and in the Warriors and, We've been yeah, we'd have been unlucky, mate. But yeah, it's it's been a it's been a tough year. But you know, we we can say that we've finished the year well, and and we will against Newcastle this weekend. What's it like playing in a squad where you know the coach is under pressure? I mean, you, it's 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 so hard to avoid any sort of media these days. You know he's under yeah. pressure. Does it make anyone? Does it make everyone more stressed? No, it doesn't, mate. We yeah, like it happens everywhere. Everyone will go through it in their career at one stage and. And you just got to move on, like yeah, you can't just avoid it, mate. Because you know it's gonna, you don't want it to affect your footy. And you know, like you said, um, the media, yeah, they're they're you know pretty hot about it at the time. But yeah, it doesn't affect the players at all. Yeah, definitely not. Ryan Carr took over, and he's, uh, I, I wouldn't say a no name, but certainly not a household name. Uh, and he might be by the end of the year. But what's Ryan been like for you guys, mate? And he's been outstanding. He is. And a bit like that Shane Flanagan, mate, he is he is a smart... He knows his footy, and I'm just... Yeah, it's like... He obviously gave him opportunity, and that's not why I'm giving him a big rat, but he's... Yeah, he's a he's a, he's a footy head, mate, and he, he knows his stuff, and he will be a coach for a long time. He's great at what he does, and he... You know, he those results are coming off the back of him. He believes in us and the game plan and just the way he goes into the games, the detail. It's, it's incredible. Um He's a great person, and yeah, he'll be a coach for a long time. Obviously, there's been a lot of talk off the field about Ben Hunt. How have you found working with Ben? Yeah, great, mate. I get get along with him really well. You know, being on the same edge, and and like I said before, mate. Yeah, he he just once he puts those boots on, mate, he tries his hardest, and he does every week. And and like I just about the coach, mate. We don't you know let it worry us or that doesn't bother us at all. You know, he's dealing with that. on his own, and players don't get into that. But yeah, like I said, mate, he's a, he's a real footballer, and as you see, he has been for I've met a, a long time, and just a privilege to play outside him. And you know, it's incredible. And a couple of Central Islands boys there on the same edge is pretty cool. So, 
I've always looked up to him, you know, as a kid, and um, and he, he competes like no one else in that competition, and, and it's just like I said, a privilege to play alongside him. You've obviously played with a lot of halfbacks. What makes what makes Ben so good? Just the, yeah, just the options he makes, like the options he does in the game. They, they seem to always be right. Just feels like he has so much time and. And even in defence of my game, he's just always talking, and it just it makes my job so much easier. Um, it's a funny thing to say, but it's so true. He just essentially helps me in an attack. Yeah, just he's just so great to play us. As long as I you know run my right, right line or whatever, mate, I'll be through. He just does all the work for me, and he's a skillful player. And it feels like he's got so much time. And and I, yeah, like I said, I love playing outside of him. And yeah, looking forward to, to again this weekend. You've been able to carve out a really great role in the team. Are you enjoying that role? I know you can play multiple positions. Yeah, I do. Back row is my yeah my favourite position. I love the edge. I love playing eighty minutes and and you know the first game. I'm, I'm you know to be honest, I'm happy to play anywhere as long as I'm playing. But yeah, I'm loving the edge at the moment. You know we've built a pretty good edge there at the moment and playing some consistent footy and and yeah, like I said, back row is my favourite position, mate. And I, yeah, couldn't be happier that I've kind of kept my spot for the last bloody seven weeks so it's been awesome and just got to yeah once again play well this weekend and yeah finish on on a good good win Dan it's been a long journey for yourself to this point can I ask you what was your lowest point um probably yeah suffering an injury um on my last year at the Cowboys like I Josh Hannay I had a Pretty, I was pretty close to playing. I think um, I had an opportunity to debut up there, and, and I suffered an injury at training, um, which took me out for the rest of the season. And then obviously didn't get re-signed, and yeah, that really hurt at the time. So I thought that might have been, you know, it. And um, you know, that, that was pretty tough at the time. But I just knew being in the system and knew I was close. That it's funny, like after a couple of weeks even though I was pretty down in the dumps, knowing I was so close is what, you know, gave me that drive again. But that that'd probably be the toughest time, you know, of my career. But I, I didn't want to, I never was going to give up. I just, in the back of my mind, I knew I could do it. But yeah, that, that'd definitely be the toughest time. It's funny you mention that. Uh, I I have talked to Josh Hannay and he said you were really close uh, to a debut at the time. Yeah. So it's, oh, it's <laughs> it's good, you know, but it's also sad, you know, because, you know, you, yeah. you get so close and, I know that you've got a really close family and friends, but who in the game did you rely on at that time? Because I'm sure the thoughts did come through your mind to give the game away. Yeah. Oh, like my family, they've always been there. Uh, Mum, dad, my brothers and sister, and I've got great mates that, mate, they're always, you know, they were footballers too, and they just kind of went the other way, and they always believed in me. So I had a, a handful of people that got me through those times, and there were times where I was, you know, thinking, what, you know, can I be out there and having fun with them? And they just always had my back and said, stick with it. And just, yeah, so I can't thank my family and friends enough. And this goes to show if you just keep chipping away and believe in your dream and train hard, mate, it'll come true. So it's pretty special. Dan, finally, I want to talk about what's next for you. Obviously, you have a relationship with Shane Flanagan from the PNG team. Is staying at the Dragons something you'd like to do next year? Definitely. Like I said before, mate, with Flanagan, I eat. It's going to be a massive year next year, and I can really see good things. I've heard great, great things about that Dean Young that's coming as well. Um, so I think, yeah, it's going to be they're definitely going to turn that club around next year, and and I can see great success with you know for the Dragons in the years to come. So, mate, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else, and um, fingers crossed, I can yeah stay down here for a couple more seasons. 
Has there been discussions between you and the club for a contract extension? There has been. We've been back and forth for, for a week week or two now. Nothing's really been finalised yet, but yeah, they're, they're still in the talks and hopefully, you know, we get get something in the next couple of days. But I'm, like I said, I'm pretty confident. Um, just got to finish on a good game, mate, but I, yeah, I'll see why not. You know, Flano got me down here and um, but yeah, by the by the chats I've had with the club, mate, I'm pretty confident. Yeah, I'll be there again for next year. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Dan, you've had such a unique journey. You're one of the oldest NRL debutants that there's ever been. It's quite remarkable. What's the biggest lesson you've learnt along the way? It's just a never like it's, everyone says, was so true, mate. Just to never give up. Like you're gonna go through those hurdles and. And, you know, debuting at such a late age where these days everyone's debuting, you know, 18, 19. Um, <laughs> and that's fair enough. It is built to be playing footy and just took me that bit of time, mate. But it's just to believe and never give up. Like, train hard, stick to your guns, mate, and, and just entrust the process. And, and you know, if I've been in that system for so long, why can't I wait a couple more years to do it? And that was the plan, like, just to chip away. I knew I could achieve my dream. And being in those systems... I knew I wasn't far away, and that just kept the try. But never to give up, train hard, and just yeah, always believe, mate. So that's what got me here. Do you think it? Do you think it um, helped you in some regards that you you did have to wait? A lot of a lot of people we see, you're right, to build 18, 19, 20, and they're out of the league in a couple of years. Yeah, I don't like. It's funny. It's funny you say that because the last you know I played seven games now, and it just feels like. I'm not playing NRL. That's funny to say. It feels like it just fits straight in. So I played. I played over a hundred, you know, New Cup and New South Wales Cup games combined. So it feels like I've just fit straight in. If that makes sense, like it's, it's yeah. It just doesn't feel like I'm playing NRL at the moment. Um, it did the first couple of weeks. Of, you know, the speed and the physicality. I was pretty sore. But um, as I'm getting used to it now, it just feels like I've just fit straight in. And I know once the season finishes, I'll just you know. I'll, It'll, you know, it'll get to me and just, you know, I'll be able to soak it all in. But I think just from my, yeah, my hundred games at that level, it's just, it's been good for me, and I've just fit straight in. So I'm pretty lucky. Dan, I can't tell you how happy I am for all the success that you've had so far. I really pr- appreciate your time coming on the podcast today. Good luck for the last game of the season this weekend, and hopefully there's a few more chapters to be written. Hey. Yeah, appreciate it, Tom. Really do, mate. Good to talk to you. A big thanks to Dan for coming on the show today. It's been a long time coming, that episode, so to finally have him on was a big thrill. By the way, if you want to get in contact with me, you can on Twitter at tcanfell. My name is Tom Canfell. Thanks so much for listening. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And until next time, this has been the 60O Podcast, proudly sponsored by Mint Sports, and that is full time.